fake podcast music. So welcome to Michigan Another Mayhem. We have a piddly podcast for you today, which is a mini filler podcast. We've got a little special for you for Halloween. We're going to talk about the Holly Hotel. We're going to give you a little bit of history on the Holly Hotel. We're going to tell you some personal experiences as we went to a seance the other night. Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. Where we, spirits were channeled. Incense was burnt. Candles were going. Candles were going. All right, so let's talk about the Holly Hotel. The Holly Hotel was originally named the Hearst Hotel, which was um, the original owner, John Hearst, and it was built in 1891 as a railroad inn. It's a Queen Anne-style structure, and it's three stories with a brick exterior. Now, Jen and I did take some photos, and we're going to put it up on our webpage, michiganandothermayhem.com, and you can see some of the pictures we took while we were there, both during the seance and outside the building. <clears throat> and you can see that it is a really cute, I think a cute... I thought it was. Okay. It was really pretty. Yeah, I thought it so, too. nice stained glass. Yeah, it was just beautiful. And then since it's Halloween, they were all dressed up in costumes, the bartenders and waitresses. Yeah, and dressed up really cool, too. Nobody had lame costumes. No. That's true. On January 19th, 1913, there was a small fire that damaged the porch. And the rebuilt porch is the current one you'll see in our photos. I do. I think you took a picture, too, of the front porch, right? Yes, I know I did. did. Okay. The Victorian-style interior was... Created during the rebuild after a fire, because there's going to be a second fire I want to tell you about. At the time that it was built, more than 25 trains a day were passing through Holly, Michigan, and the hotel was considered to be a hub of activity. And at one point, it served as both a hotel, a bar, a restaurant, and a brothel. So all your Holy needs, moly. Yeah, all your needs in one place. It was yeah. like the superstore back in the day. It was like the first superstore. <laughs> <laughs> so Carrie Nation, a woman named Carrie Nation... Who was a, she is really important historically when it comes to the temperance movement, which was um, opposing alcohol before even the Prohibition era. So she was against alcohol in the beginning. She came to the hotel. Now, if you look up pictures of her, I'll try to put some on the website. Um, She usually has an axe in one hand and a Bible in the other. Wow. Yeah. Um, She's really famous for breaking into establishments and attacking drinkers, sometimes verbally, sometimes physically. Or with an axe. Yeah, she, well, she would go yeah. at him often with an umbrella. Hmm. Use that thing like a sword or a baseball bat. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, like just a feisty like... old lady just come trying to mow you down <laughs> with an umbrella because you're drunk. She didn't do, she did the same thing at the Holly Hotel. She was clubbing patrons who were drinking because um, Oakland County at the time was a dry county in 1908. They're drinking at a bar. And they later named a banquet room after her <laughs> in the hotel. So a little respect there. There was a second fire at the hotel on January 19th, 1978, which was exactly 65 years to the day and hour of the first fire. So it caught on fire. Exa- kind of strange. That's pretty weird. Um, this one actually caused severe damage to the structure, not just the porch this time. They decided still, though, to restore the hotel because it is, you know, it does have historical importance. And they saved whatever part of the original structure that they could. The Holly Hotel has been part of the National Register of Historic Places of the United States since 1980. So, yeah, people know it's awesome. But in 1989, Norman Gauthier, I think it is. G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R. He's a professor of parapsychology, and he declared the hotel, and I will quote, Loaded with spirits. 
which spirits did he think um, are there? There One is probably John Hurst, the original owner. It's believed he still wants to be the house boss and his spirit never left the grounds. His spirit is thought to dislike loud noises and renovations to the hotel. And his apparition has been seen as a man with a top hat and a frock, most often in the Cary Nation banquet room. Hearst was first. Um, Hearst was known to smoke cigars, and people believe he still manifests the smell of cigar smoke to let his presence be known. So that if you smell cigar smoke, you know he's nearby. Um, also, disembodied laughter is his most common spirit manifestation, and he has a, like a real deep baritone voice. But at first, I said the other day at work, I said, "How could joy in any way be spooky? You know, how can laughter be spooky?" And one of my coworkers said, "A spooky like low like laugh," but I was like, "Oh." That's how it's spooky. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. Yeah, there was. Or a, you're like in the bathroom peeing and <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody starts laughing. You know, it's kind of spooky, especially if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom did say. You now my mom lives in the area, and she did say that um, my cousin had a friend that worked there, and he thought that spooky stuff happened. He would hear voices or footsteps when he knew he was alone in the hotel, and I thought, oof, that's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Another spirit is Nora Kane. And I couldn't really find out who she was outside of hotel references. Supposedly, her spirit is seen in photographs from weddings, and she can be seen in the bar and in the back hallway, which was once the main entrance, which is currently the back hallway. Her perfume scent, which was sweet and flowery, can be smelled in the turret, turret area of the main bar. And she's heard playing the piano and singing soft melodies. And I guess she's even been heard asking people near the piano to play a tune for her. Her portrait is the one that's in the main lobby. It was mentioned last night during the seance, mm-hmm. too. And there's supposedly some ghosts in the kitchen. Um, they're supposed to be some of the most active ghosts, and that's the one where my cousin's friend said he had a lot of ghost experiences. The ghosts in the kitchen are thought to be one of two girls. Um, they died. One died there while, after being injured in a stable that's adjacent to the hotel. They brought her into the kitchen, you know, to, you know, and she died there on the floor. Or it could be the ghost of Nora Kane's daughter. The picture that's in the lobby of her, the portrait, um, she's wearing mourning clothing, black mourning clothing. And the girl's believed to be 19, 9 and 13, happy and playful with red hair. She's known for moving objects in the kitchen, um, most especially the meat cleaver, which I thought that's a little dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running up and down this um, hallway and giggling, which is the second ghost to laugh in the hallway. And I thought, see, giggling... Now, that can't be scary. That's not a deep, baritone, evil laugh. It's a giggle. Then I'll I guess, guess maybe if there's another inappropriate time. Yeah. Like, as soon as you get naked to take a shower, someone giggles. That would be... Yeah, that would be bad. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she started to appear, the other spirit did, started to appear the girl spirit um, during a seance in the 1900s. So, I just want to say one little side note. The hotel is located um, off of Battle Alley. And the reason why it's called Battle Alley is... People used to get drunk in the hotel, have a disagreement. You want to step outside, you know, meet me outside. They meet each other outside and they would fight. Well, it got, it really had a reputation when one time a carnival came to town and the carnies went to the bar, got drunk. The locals, also drunk, got into a fight. They stepped outside. They got into a carny local fight. That's <laughs> and great. I guess it was pretty. A pretty wild fight. <laughs> and now it's called, you know, the road is called Battle Alley. That's funny. Yes. But the other part is, um, I was also 
married and had a recept married to someone not Jen's brother and um, our wedding reception was in the Holly Hotel and it was in the Carrie Nation banquet room which happens to be the room our seance was in yeah yeah I had the whole floor the whole that whole floor and we were in the yeah the partition room that's where our seance was and I thought that maybe oh and they say that you know Nora shows up in wedding pictures and I was going to look over my wedding pictures from the hotel and see if I could see anything. But um, I was too lazy. I didn't do it. <laughs> they're like, they're in a box underneath the stairs, uh, underneath another box. And I just couldn't bring myself to get them out and look. That's great. Yeah. But we went to a seance there. And the one thing I did tell, because my, my mom, who actually told us about the seances being held there, wanted to know what it's like because tomorrow she's going with my sister and the one thing I told her is um you know I asked her are you sensitive to scents or a lot of smoke in the room my mom's like no I'm like okay because there was incense from the ceiling to the floor that was ridiculous it was I mean they opened the door and that ju- it, it just rolled came out. out like yeah. holy shit I actually thought before they let us in the room, like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it. I may die. Yeah, I partied a lot when I was in college in the 90s, and that's what my apartment looked like. And all the photos are all, like, smoky and foggy, and that's one of the things I said to you. I'm like, this reminds me of my first apartment. Like, it's smoky in here. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of talking and noise. A couple people are drunk. Like... And I think we should establish the fact that, one, I am not a believer in this stuff. Yes, and I um, do believe in that we have spirits as, as human beings, but I don't believe that all mediums are real. Okay, I don't believe any are real. I just want to put that on the record. Well, didn't you say you, had, you looked up something? You have some proof? Well, I believe yeah. that the whole entire experience is the Barnum effect, B-A-R-N-U-M. Okay. And it is the tendency tendency for people to accept generalized personality descriptions as accurate descriptions of their own unique personality. This is why we have a wide acceptance of mediums, astrology, fortune telling, and it even applies, you know, to personality tests. Okay. So when we were in this seance, you know, the mediums were generalizing things. Like the first thing that lady did was that, you know, she had that heavy feeling on her chest. And she mentions lung cancer. Well, when I look it up, 1 in 15 men and 1 in 17 men or women will die of lung cancer. Uh. The chances of you knowing someone that has that is is a good chance. Right. You know? Also, she mentioned, you know, somebody, maybe they had COPD. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, well, 16 million Americans are affected with that, so I'm sure that the chances are high that somebody may, in that room, know yeah. somebody with COPD. Yeah. And I, I also watched a few YouTube videos okay. on mediums mm-hmm. and how they talk slow, which she did. Yeah. They did. They would talk slow because what they're doing is they say something like, oh, my chest is feeling heavy and they're looking around the room trying to get see if anyone had a reaction to that because that's the person they're going to focus on obviously because she said that it meant something to me and I had something on my face or something like that and that's why she would (coughs) come and talk right you know to me if that was me okay um no they never spoke to me yeah or you yeah we had no 
auras around us or spirits, nothing. And I think that was probably because of my face. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't. That you sat there impassively? Like, yeah. Yeah. Nothing they said, oh, your chest is feeling heavy. And then I didn't have a look on my face, you know? Yeah. When she said, oh, maybe somebody with lung cancer. Well, yeah, I know people that died of lung cancer. Yeah. You know, but I didn't react to what she was doing. And you notice some of these YouTube videos I watched today where they tell you, oh, the medium will say something. But if they don't get a reaction, then then they move on. And they're so general that they're able to backtrack and, oh, I'm, I meant this. Or maybe it's your dad, oh, not your dad, well, somebody your dad knew. Or a father figure. Yep. Things uh, like that. Okay. So, I totally see your point in that. But it, everything's so general that you can, when they had a point where they said that they sensed a dog that was fawn color. Well, immediately, that's my last dog that I lost a year ago. Uh, okay? You know, I can generalize that and go, oh, that is me. But in reality, that is not my dog. Right. You know, that's not my dog. There's, you know, she probably knows that, you know, maybe there's a statistic out there that there's more fawn colored dogs than, you know, chocolate. Yeah. My, yeah, I agree that not all of them are real and they do read them. I've actually, um, one time my roommate and I back in 95 drove over the, to the East Coast and went up the shore. And at one point we're in Atlantic City and I decided to get my palm read. And she guessed everything wrong about me, but if just because I was an odd statistic, like she said to me, I've always been kind of more athletic and stuff like that. I always like to do things. She's looking at my palm and she says to me, oh, you have a job in which you're really physical. And I said, no. <laughs> at the time I was in college, I was a cashier at a grocery store. And I was like, no, I mean, unless you count slinging groceries. And she just like <laughs> looked at me like, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I've been to some fake ones. I do know. Um, I think that I showed no, not a lot of reaction at the Sands for another reason. I have like ADD and a terrible memory. And when they say something like someone died of lung cancer, do I know people who have died of lung cancer? Yes, I do. Can I think of them at that moment? Never. One time my sister Poppy paid for me to go to a clairvoyant when I was like 18. And she said to me, do you know a Carrie? And I was like, no, I don't know anyone named Carrie. And she says it to me a few times. And all of a sudden my sister, who's like oh, like a ways away, goes, Aunt Carrie, we have an Aunt Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, yes, I have an Aunt Carrie. She goes, does this Carrie know a Ken? I'm like, she's married to my Uncle Ken, yes. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> So that's why I feel like I'm not good at that stuff. I'm not, I can't, I'm drawing blanks. Although I must say I was a little bit worried. I didn't know what to expect at the seance. And when she said, you know, have you lost any loved ones? I have actually lost a baby. So I always feel sad around those things. I'm like, oh crap, I don't want to feel those feelings here. But then everybody was, you know, thank God they didn't say anything to me. I don't want to be talked to. So I think that's one of the reasons why my face was just like, no, don't come over here. And they here. probably knew it. And then yeah. you were sitting next to me where I was You're just, sometimes trying not to laugh. Yeah. Like when they would sit there and, does anybody feel anything right now? And no one in the room said anything. But all of a sudden, this medium over here is feeling something over here on this side of the room. And I mm -hmm. just wanted to die laughing like, oh, my God. Well, one of the ladies that we sat with said she felt someone touch her on her leg. 
And she said she thought, I think was she heard like heavy breathing or like a male breathing. But she was also the same person when she found out that we were sitting at a table with a set of twins. Wouldn't stop with the twin facts. Yeah, she had a lot of twin facts. I had no twin facts. And when she started in on her twin facts, I was like, I wonder if it'll start before she talks to us. Ah. Well, did you see that there was the lady that sat directly next to me? There was a chair between us, but she was next to me. Um, She was also stone face. She showed. She gave nothing. (laughs) I just want to be honest. I thought she was drunk or something. Oh, did you think she was drunk? And then she looked like she was going to pass out. I just thought she was uncomfortable. But you thought she was drunk. Maybe she was. I thought she she just looked like she didn't want to be there to me. Could be. Maybe she was scared. Oh, yeah. So to backtrack, though. Just so everybody knows, you go into the seance, there was two mediums there that worked together. Yeah. And throughout the whole process, they rotate back and forth, you know, whoever's feeling the spirit at the moment. It was a really cool experience. I'm glad we went. I'm glad we went. That's like something off a bucket list. So I, w- I just want to throw that out there. So if you're ever in Holly, Michigan during Halloween, you should go. Oh, also they dabbed some essential oils on our wrist. And I did think it smelled really good. I smelled it all the way till I went to bed too. I was like. I smelled <laughs> incense. And my. Oh, that's because you were covered from head to toe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were bathed so. in it. It yes. was disgusting. And I came home and. My fur coat will never be the same. Well, it still smells. Later I was blowing my nose and my husband said something. I was like, I'm trying to get the incense out. Yeah. That, <laughs> I really did not think I was going to survive. Yeah. I love incense. I thought I was going to choke and to it death. It incensed me out and I love incense. Like, cover me in incense I used to think. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And it was funny too. Um, they work the room, feel things. And then people... They give a chance for everybody in the room to tell a story they have. You have to tell them that you're, you know, you believe when you go into the door. Yeah. So. I tried to go in with an open mind. Yeah, you got to go in with an open mind and you got to believe in it. Um, so I lied at the door. Oh. <laughs> um, but I got in. Obviously no spirit told them I was a liar. And so they, you know, worked the room and I wanted to raise my hand and say, yes, I have a ghost in my house. It pushes me down the stairs. But then I would, I thought, oh, I'm going to feel the need to express how I only say that to people because I'm embarrassed how klutzy I am. Uh, all the times that you've fallen down the stairs? Yeah, I fall down the stairs all the time. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. So now you're trying to blame it on a ghost? Yeah, I blame it on a ghost because it's just, it's easier that way. Is, people yeah. don't make fun of me. They're like, oh, what a shitty ghost. Right? And they're not like, wow, man, watch me put your feet. Yeah. I did try my hardest. There was a point where they tell you to think to the candle that's in front of you. Ask if a spirit's there and for the flame to get higher or lower. I went through every dead person I could remember. Not a single thing. And then towards the end, because that was a long period they let you do that. I begged for a spirit just to blow the damn candle out. Just blow it out. I actually did look. I did. I looked at the candle at one point. I thought, oh, it is flickering high. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look at it. Get a baseline. Get a baseline. What's a baseline (laughs) flicker? All right. See? No, it's not. It's just because you were staring at it for so Uh long that you started to see things. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing they did that I've never seen before is they allowed you to take pictures in the middle. At the beginning of the end of the seance. I thought that was a great moment where... They let you go through the pictures because you're going to look for some auras. And, and I'm, I'm like flipping through mine. I did it like three times. 
and orbs. And this, yeah, and orbs. And then I looked over at Allie, and I was like, "Did you did you like see any?" And she's like, "Nope." <laughs> okay. But everybody else is seeing stuff, and then there's us. But I did get a really cool picture of some stuff on the table that up on the website. Yeah. Some cool tarot cards and the candle, and they have salt and I think maybe some sage on the table. I got a picture. I took a selfie of myself. I took a really good picture of you in the candlelight. I thought. I thought that was a really nice yeah. picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We came, came back smelling like incense, and we have pretty pictures. Yeah. So if you want to see possible ghosts, go to the Holly Hotel in Michigan. Maybe you guys will all experience some ghosts. That's right. You never know. You've been listening to Michigan and Other Mayhem with Allie. And Jen. Connect with us at michiganandothermayhem.com to join the conversation, access show notes, find site links, correct us when necessary, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Also, see our pictures on the website. Bye-bye. <gasps> happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. <laughs> All right, bye-bye.